This is Winning with Wellness, a podcast about inspiring the wellness warrior in you. If you are feeling lost or alone in your wellness journey, or are looking for new ideas and inspiration, you are in the right place. A place you can learn about all things wellness in business, life, and living. Your host, Jenny Rice, will be bringing you inspiring stories and practical tools to improve your overall wellness, personally and professionally. Imagine what living a life of wellness would be like. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome everyone to another episode of Winning with Wellness. I am blessed to have Sensei Victoria Whitfield here with me. Welcome, Sensei Victoria. Hi, Jenny. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited to get into this conversation. I do want to share with everyone a little bit about you before we get started. So I want everyone to know that you're the world's first business Reiki master and hostess of the five-star rated Journeypreneur podcast on iTunes. Sensei Victoria Whitfield helps empathic entrepreneurs and leaders stay grounded and clear as they navigate the emotional roller coaster of business development by using the power of strategic meditation. Sensei Whitfield is a published author, a successful six-figure energy healer, and has toured the world showing heart-centered and growth-minded leaders how to get connected to their natural intuition and truly be hashtag visionary so they can work less and increase their impact and I wish everybody could see you're wearing the most cool baseball hat with your hashtag on it so for those (laughs) listening that's what's happening right now so I get to see that so again welcome to the show I'm so excited to be here and I just I'm I'm lucky that we started recording because we are in such a flow, Jenny. This is amazing um, that we get to share this joyful, grateful, awe-filled energy with your listeners. I'm truly blessed um, and happy to be here. I am thrilled you're here. I know. I was like, I think we need to press record. (laughs) For those we've never met before. So it was such a, a, a great moment to me. And then it was like, complete conversation I was like ah, we should be recording this <laughs> so we're, we're not going to try the recapture because it will never be the same but we're going to start digging into really let's talk about wellness and I think one thing that you and I really resonated with is reminding people that they have choice that they can choose to step in pathways and we were we were laughing and giggling about looking at what's considered you know new age as ancient medicine and resources and tools. And I mean, my goodness, you are a Reiki master, especially in the business realm. Obviously, we know that translates into people's lives. What led you to the work that you do? Oh, my word. So I needed it. Uh, I needed it first. Um, Before I even knew what Reiki was, I knew what stress was. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, my gosh. Um, so I'm an, an intuitive person. I grew up in uh, the church and the Protestant um, church. And so for me, it was more about prayer and connecting with nature. Um, I'd have vivid dreams. And I was also around a lot of highly creative, highly emotive people, passionate people and their 
passion would jump into my body. And I didn't know that there was a word for that until much, much later after I had studied Reiki and everything, learning about what it means to be an empath, someone who absorbs other people's feelings. So where I first uh, rendezvoused um, with energy work and energy healing was uh, back when I actually worked as uh, worked in the medical field here in the States. Um, I, this is a whole nother can of worms that I could open up, but I'll try to try to keep the, the can of worms kind of their episode. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. But um, here our medical system is a bit interesting where you could be a medical billing encoder and you're basically just arguing to get paid because people are sick. Right. And so that was such an out of alignment job um, for me that I used to chain smoke, um, drink daily. I was very depressed, um, emotional eating. And a friend of mine at the time introduced me to like a breathing technique to calm down when I would sometimes have panic attacks at work from just the amount of stress um, and just frustration I had uh, being in a dead-end job, essentially, and being very good at the dead-end job that I was doing. And uh, one day while I was um, hanging out with my mother after a really bad breakup, um, we went apple picking, and she slipped and fell while we were walking through the farm, so much that her ankle twisted, um, and you could see, like, the color change of her ankle bulge. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But she fell in a strange way where her hands were not touching, but on either sides hovering of her ankle. I'm, I'm like, oh my god! I dropped my ankles, uh, my um, my apples. I said, Mom, oh, oh my god! Let me go get help. And she, she, with intensity, she said, No, you're gonna heal me. Like, I have no idea what you mean, but okay. <laughs> like it was like, if I don't appease her, I'm not gonna be allowed to run and go get help. So I just knelt next to her and I'll never forget this. This is, this is what changed the course of my life. I knelt down next to her, put my hands kind of hovering around her ankle. It was like swollen out of place. And I just looked up at the sky because it was kind of raining. And I prayed sky, please come down and heal my mother. And in that moment it happened this fast, like as, as fast as a snap of a finger, I felt slash saw in my mind, a bolt of clear energy come down through the top of my head, hit me with force, come down my spine, out of my hands and arms, through her ankle and into the ground. It happened this fast. Wow. And visually, her ankle, without us touching it, reset itself. It was like, click, click. And we're like, oh my God. I wasn't even expecting anything. I was just like, let me play along. My mother looks at me like I have five heads. <laughs> yeah, like, what the heck? I'm like, and I had this feeling of a hand holding my stomach very tightly and a knowing from my stomach saying, she's healed, get up, walk now. Okay, you're healed, let's get up, we gotta go. We gotta hurry up, we gotta go. She's looking at me like, oh, what, what just happened? I'm like, we gotta go, <laughs> you're fine like this overwhelming feeling that her body, it was an illusion. Like whatever was happening was a total illusion. Gingerly, we walked towards the front um, of the apple orchard and eventually she was walking around fine. I'm like, do you, you want me to go get help now? Can I go get help? She's like, no, go get the apples. Came back, she was walking around like nothing happened. Went to the bone doctor later. 
nothing wrong. And she pulled me aside and said, you know, that thing I was doing with my hands called Reiki. I think you need to study this because something, I just imagine something's going to happen. And that was back in 2010. Uh, and ever since then, I think it might even been 2009, 2009, 2010. But ever since then, my life's changed. I learned uh, the power of grounding, clearing my own energy. And the more that I worked on myself, the more I invested in my own holistic health, the more I respected uh, myself and didn't allow toxic environments, toxic people and relationships. Like it continued one after another in its mysterious way, right? Wellness and, and energy work, light work are a beautiful, spiritual development has a beautiful, mysterious way of lifting you up. Uh, to where we are now, where I, this is all I do is talk to others who are trying to escape um, that crushing uh, workaholic or hustle culture um, of the, the company or the business that they're in that's just taking them away from their natural birthright for freedom and healing and empowerment. And how we do it is through meditation and energy work especially reiki so that's uh, how i came to it well and how fascinating that like how did your mom know because she obviously guided you to the like she saw something you obviously hadn't seen yet yeah no and did no, you I... see your mom practicing reiki or receiving reiki never before in my life i didn't know what that is wow. i i mean like I knew about like, you know, when someone's sick, you pray for them Yes, or something, yes. but she had never talked to me about any of that. This was like, it was like a split intuitive shift. Um, one of um, moved you into action, obviously. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. That is just, um, if your mom happens to be listening to this episode, way to go, mom. <laughs> yeah, mom. You know, yeah, sometimes, especially, especially when you're empathic, you're, you're especially young too, as a young person and a, or, you know, young youth, you're questioning all these things that are happening to you all the time. So you're for your mom to give you that green light without maybe not even realizing how powerfully changing it would be for you. Oh my gosh. I'm in awe of your mom right now. What a, what a, what a wonderful gift. That's yeah. so incredible. Changed my life. Yeah. Right. So you, t you talked about briefly too, that life was not good for you in the workforce that no. you were, you know, struggling and experiencing a lot of, um, stress, anxiety. I've been on that path. Hence why I'm in the holistic world that I work in now as, as a coach, as a community leader, all of those kind of things. And what was, do you think, so obviously we know the moment that led you to to stepping into this craft and understanding it and, and embodying it what gave you the courage to leave work because there's so mm. many people when you're good at what you do and the paycheck is there and, and oh yeah and how did you take that transitional step yeah yeah I got hurt I got hurt um that's I maybe that was gave me the courage it's more of like running from um running from pain and um, running from dysfunction. You know, I always um, grew up with stories about my maternal grandfather, my mother's father, 
um, how, how intelligent he was, how driven, how, um, how powerful and he was so like smart and convincing. He's like a top salesman at his lumber yard. And, but I never got to meet him because he dropped dead at 52 years old, leaving his three daughters orphaned um, because he worked himself to death. Uh, that's the legacy that I grew up under of you work hard. You work hard and that's how you get the respect and love of others. And so while I was working um, in this uh, position in the medical field, it was interesting. Every day I was um, doing something called coding claims and I would code claims to get them paid um, very, very well. I grew the practice from around 75,000 to 750,000 a month, um, just getting better and better and better at coding claims. And one of the diagnosis codes that I would use was 786.50 chest pain. I'll never forget it because I did it so many times. And uh, one day the boss, like uh, the office manager was so angry that she screamed, not at me, but at a, person nearby so loud that for the first time I was, I was young, I was just out of college, just out of college. Um, my chest tightened. I've, I've never felt that before in my life. And I'm not, I'm not good with irony. I don't really like, I'm not good with irony. I get the, I get the message fast. So I sat there and as like, I got my chest tightened, she wanted me to stand closer to her because I, I felt like a calming presence to her, even though like I was in outer space. I wasn't even in the room, um, but my chest is tight. And I'm <gasps> like that level of stress where I'm getting physical, um, physical feelings. I turned and I said, oh, um, AJ, like I, my, my chest just got tight there. What? what should I do? And she immediately went into nurse mode of, oh, you need to take this many Coumadin and blah, 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 as if I was another patient. Uh, I, I had to get out. I had to get out. That was the last straw. Like, even when I asked to go to half time for double the pay and they were like, absolutely, because I was making them so much money, they didn't care. But when it came down to the, the tightness in my chest, that for me was like, I I can't, I don't want to die here. Mm. I never got to meet my grandpa. Both my parents have been in the hospital before for high blood pressure. I'm way too young. I'm in my twenties to be having, this is crazy. I got to get out of here. So I work to the end of the day, which means um, coming in at seven, closing out at around 8.30 PM, locked oh up. So you were doing t- like long shifts too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had 11 people working under me left a two sentence resignation letter on my, t- uh, on her chair. And I never looked back. I like, I had to get out of there because I didn't want to die there. That was my, my learning. Cause that pain in my body, that was the sign of it's time to go for me. Getting hurt was what motivated me to leave that. And, um, in serendipitously, right? Because the universe is so compassionate. Um, My father's accident, um, like had a car accident, this big settlement came through and he like gave me a chunk of it. And he's like, honey, you just, you know, you take time to heal yourself um, and do what you need to. And so I invested more in like wellness and healing. I just put a pause on working until I found a, a nonprofit of like loving people where I could get back into the workplace. But that for me was 
how I left. And then once I started working at the nonprofit, I built up more of my confidence so I could eventually start my business. Um, but that was really what helped me to get out was the pain. Something about pain is a very powerful motivator if you're open to feeling. If you're not open to feeling, maybe the pain needs to be strong enough like that, like your heart being grabbed, yeah. right? In order for you to, to register, hmm, it's time to go. It's only natural to want to move away from pain. From pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really only two things that motivate people move to joy or move away from pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was still at that vibration where I needed the pain. Right? It's so fascinating. I just, oh, your story resonates so deeply. I too ended up with uh, with a heart situation that I actually wrote a chapter about. But yeah, ironically enough, same similar thing, like over investing, all the things, all the things. So when you think about, we're going to have entrepreneurs right now and you and I both know the information we're sharing in this, whether it will relate to entrepreneurs, it will relate people in their homes with their families. It doesn't matter which, which area they're in. When we've got somebody who's listening right now, who's naysaying on the fact that they can't make a change because what would your Mm. response be to that? I know you work with tons of people. Mm -hmm. I can't do this because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take some inspiration from my hat and I'm going to black hat this person. I'm going to agree with them. Yeah, you can't, don't. Sit until it, until it's done. Like sit in it until it's done. You can do whatever you want, including not take action. Mm -hmm. So everyone has um, their line in the sand and I'm hearing intuitive guidance to honor whatever that rebellion is that's coming up in the the person who's naysaying themselves like i can't i can't do this program because it's too expensive or i can't do this um protocol because it takes too much time or i I can't because i don't want to go back to school or or whatever or i don't want to upset the apple cart i got to get my husband's permission well i've i've heard so many objections i train in sales by the way so it's like come on i know you know them all (laughs) yeah yeah and i've 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 used them too myself to get out of stuff yeah so the only reason like why not um why not be kind to yourself? You know, in Reiki, we have five principles. They are just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will be honest. Just for today, I will be grateful. And just for today, I will be kind to myself, my neighbor, and every living being. So I'm gonna roll in with number five. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to the rebellion, uh, the person who is saying no. This is you trying to um, have a sense of power and personal autonomy. And so maybe in not moving forward, there's something there for you. When you're ready, you will, if it's for you, right? There are many faces, there are many masters, there are many guides out there, right? Jenny may be your person. Um, If you keep listening to her, you feel safe with her probably because she's your person, but you got to soak in her juice until you're ready, right? Or maybe I'm your person, right? Maybe you've been following me for quite some time and you're like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I can't. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. Continue to soak in the juice until you're ready. There are those though who are ready 
and don't be angry at them if they need to make the jump into working with Jenny, right? Or if they need to make the jump um, into working with me or anyone else that they go for, don't be angry at them for moving forward and changing their life because they honored their cycle. If you're really not ready, don't be. You don't have to move forward. Receive whatever is coming for you in the darkness. You know, a great way um, to process any difficult time in life is to always ask, what am I learning? What am I learning right now? So if, if you are still learning from the not changing things yet, right, you don't have finished business, right, you want to continue what's coming in, take it in. Don't blame anybody else for your decision to not move forward and don't be angry at others um, or blame them or criticize them for deciding to change themselves and make things better for them. It's not about you. That's their journey. Be with your journey receive your vision right you need to be the visionary of your journey let them be there so um, to to your question jenny i would say there maybe there's something for them where they're at we got to be broad visioned enough as visionaries to um to receive not just the light uh but also the darkness not just our schedule but all people's cycles um honoring that we're all equal such incredible insight. I can't believe we're coming to a close of time. So I, uh, obviously, I think we will uh, record another episode down the road here. So <laughs> so much to discuss. What I would love to know, um, Sensei Victoria, I'm sure there's something that you're like, ah, I feel like I need to share this before we close out that maybe I haven't asked the question or we haven't led the conversation that way. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Hmm. I love that you always end with this question. It's such a good one. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, this is interesting. What's dropping in for me in this moment um, is an encouragement to share. There is a responsibility um, around knowledge. If you've received something to everyone that's listening right now or watching, if you've received something that's touched you or inspired you now, you now have a responsibility to continue the wave of inspiration. Maybe you didn't know it yet, but you're actually part of a ripple, a ripple effect happening in the field right around you. So you've received this inspiration, right? This good uh, moment, another drop of wisdom and, and value from Jenny, right? Or anything that I may have offered and that has moved a piece of your heart and spirit. Be in alignment with the flow of nature and allow that to ripple out. Share this with someone who is the next ripple, right, in the field for you. That way you become part of this greater circle of transformation is by passing on the knowledge. There's a responsibility, I believe, um, in hearing. This is not entertainment. This is an activation. And with this being an activation, pass it along, pay it forward. So beautifully said. Thank you so much for sharing your time, your your insight, your personal story with us. It has just been an absolute pleasure to witness and be a part of. To our listeners, thank you so much for being here and sharing time and space and just opening up your possibilities. I'm going to ensure that you have all the information you need to contact Sensei Victoria in the show notes. So don't worry, you guys, you'll know how to track her down. 
Also too, don't forget to connect in with your holistic earth. It's another resource and opportunity for you to find new and exciting pathways to inspire the wellness in you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Winning with Wellness. If something you heard today sparked your interest or fired up your curiosity, please head over to Apple Podcasts now, hit subscribe and leave us a review. Your review helps us ignite the wellness warriors in others. Your community is waiting for you. Don't forget to activate your free wellness membership to your holistic earth. You'll find the link in the show notes. It is never too late to redefine your wellness and you don't have to do it alone. One small action can lead to life-changing results. I know because it did for me. And from my heart to yours, thank you for sharing your most valuable asset with me, you.